Hello and welcome to Carbon Removal Newsroom. I'm Ross Kenyon. I'm the lead strategist at the Nori Carbon Removal Marketplace. Today I have with me a colleague from Nori, Alessandra Fiera. Hello, Alessandra. Hello, Ross. Hey, Alessandra is the director of corporate development there and also Tito Jankowski of Negative and Air Miners. Hey, Tito. Hey, yo, what's up, Alessandra and Ross? Hey, thanks for being here. Well, we wanted to come on to talk about Shopify's big announcement, uh, which Nori is involved in, but so are a number of our friends, fellow travelers, and others. So maybe, Alessandra, it would be good to start with an overview of, of what they're doing and their two portfolios. Sure. So thank you, Ross. Um, Shopify a year ago announced, I think it was exactly a year ago, in September of last year, announced that they were going to invest $5 million in breakthrough sustainability technologies, especially focused on carbon removal. And they spent the year looking at all the different uh, options for carbon removal. Um, and uh, they have finally done it and announced it um, a few days ago. So uh, they invested about 74% of their um, money in this fund into what they call a frontier portfolio and then the rest um, in an evergreen portfolio. So the frontier being like any groundbreaking technologies um, that will permanently remove carbon from the atmosphere. Um, and then the evergreen uh, portfolio would include, you know, more nature-based like temporary or I don't know if temporary is the right word, but less permanent carbon removal, such as uh, reforestation or regenerative agriculture, which of course Nori does, uh, regenerative agriculture. Yeah, this partition I find maybe I would want to challenge it a tiny bit, although it's sort of hard to because forestry's had a tough week or two. I think that's been revealed as not nearly the safe bet as people thought of just plant a bunch of trees and that's, uh, that's like the safe, uncontroversial carbon removal approach. But then also some of these frontier techs, it's unclear to what degree they do stay underground or do mineralize and, and how all that works is still to be, there's still a lot of science being done on that. I can see why they framed it this way, but I think the story is like a tiny bit more complicated, but whatever, mm. it's, it's kind of a short document. Stripe had also a year ago, um, just a couple weeks before Shopify announced their fund, had said we're gonna spend you know a million dollars on carbon removal and they were very much looking to invest in you know, a broad approach, very similar to Shopify. That was their intention. And then they just decided, no, we see a huge need. And it made sense, again, a huge need to invest in more permanent uh, carbon removal solutions and they're not cost competitive. So let's just like go in, all in and supporting this or the development of the, this industry. Um, but there's still so much like to be learned. Um, we still don't know how things will scale or cost. Yeah, Shopify did a really cool job, which is that they looked at a bunch of these, I mean, young, cool startups that are doing their best to solve these issues and um, need help and support to prove that there's an actual business behind um, providing carbon removal services to the world. So I'm grateful for that, at least. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm happy they're getting attention and funding. I just, uh, saying permanent in such a definitive way I think a lot mm. of that remains to be seen. I don't know if you agree with this or not, Tito. I, I love all, all of the things being funded, I think are important and should be uh, supported. I just, that framing makes me uh, uh, 
want to unpack it a little bit. Yeah, totally. I mean, for what it's worth, it's it's very strong framing, right? Like if you go through their uh, their website where they break down the um, the investments they made, they have a page for each one of the um, kind of portfolio items. They have director capture, product, ocean, biomass, uh, and then separate from their uh, frontier portfolio, uh, they have the evergreen portfolio. And the, I mean, the difference is every single one of the frontier things is called permanent carbon removal. Uh, and then every one of the evergreen ones is called temporary carbon removal. Um, and they have a page for each one, which is admirable, right? They have like a, a description of, of, for example, like ocean uh, carbon sequestration. They have a whole uh, cold page description of, of how it works and the, the companies that they supported and how much of their fund is going into it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a segmentation. Um, I, I think it's good. I think it nudges things and says like, okay, like, is this, is this the way it's going to, is this how we're going to start looking at, uh, at forests and soil is temporary carbon removal. And uh, yeah, you know, these past couple of weeks have been, uh, been tough for, uh, tough for the case for, for forests. Um, they also have, they also have carbon reduction stuff in there, in their evergreen portfolio. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, it's interesting, uh, interesting to see a company, you know, step into this and, and kind of take a, take a, make a statement about um, what they think is permanent and what they think is, uh, is temporary. Yeah, maybe just that, that choice of word too is a bit touchy for those working on the, the biological or ecological side of carbon removal, because um, it certainly can be temporary, but the hope is that it actually is not. I don't know, like, it depends on how far out you're looking too. We talked about this a bit too. Which of these technologies, if you think about forestry succession, which of these are the pioneer species that start us out, and which are the ones that long-term you know, sequesters the most carbon uh, dioxide, and you've ended up in some sort of like, uh, I don't know how to speak out of turn, but some sort of synthetic biology <laughs> engineered organism that we create that sequesters huge amounts of carbon dioxide. It's not here yet, but maybe some of these other technologies you know, hold us until we can get to this holy grail of it. And depending on who you talk to, uh, they have their different, and, and if you're talking to someone involved in one of these companies, I feel like a lot of the times they're like, oh, that's what we do. We're going to be like the long-term thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you think. We're the magic solution. Um, yeah, definitely. Certainly with, with uh, you know, when I think about nature or technological solutions, which also, you know, that sort of language came up in this, uh, in this announcement too. Um, to me, I, you know, I, I just think that it's some combination uh, which normally people think means like, oh, well, that's a few of, you know, a few natural solutions and a few technological solutions. What I really mean is like a few uh, like bioengineered solutions. Um, I just think that's, you know, long term that will, uh, that's where, that's where things are going. I think it's kind of fun though, right? To see that um, all of these companies started out like a couple years ago, like right before, like in anticipation, and some of these, you know, uh, industrial direct air capture companies started way before, but in anticipation of, you know, there's going to be a huge demand for carbon removal because we need it in order to address climate change. And so we're all these startups um, or long been startups, just like coming in and creating a market. And so we're all different in different ways. We solve different problems for different types of customers who are looking to prioritize nature-based solutions or not. Um, but it feels like a really good time to, um, and I'm glad that Shopify did this, which was investing on all the different types because there's so much that's still unknown about soil, about um, mineral carbon storage, about direct air capture, about how you would ma uh, manage and you know keep verification of 
reforestation projects. So a little bit of competition makes it a little exciting and uh, definitely keeps us honest and everybody kind of improving. So I think I prefer this to any other way that it, like any other way that it could go where there was, uh, you know, only a few key players. And it's a good sign for the planet that there's like a broad approach and also broad support of these broad approaches. Yes, I really like the portfolio approach, both here and with Stripe and with others. Um, Amazon just had their climate pledge get announced, or at least the first stage of it, also taking a pretty strong portfolio approach. I like that. We don't know which of these technologies is going to play out in the best kind of way. Also, soil, even for croplands, also quite a hard nut to crack. Um, mm -hmm. There's a reason why we've been in development for, you know, uh, some years trying to figure it out and make sure we get it right because it's you know it's not a simple problem or set of problems uh, so it isn't like uh, soil is the silver bullet for in how nori views this either they all have this like it's part of the portfolio that's what's important let's zoom in and let's walk through these companies and maybe start with the frontier portfolio tito as the uh, air miners um, lord um, oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know how you identify. <laughs> no. You just introduced him as Lord. <laughs> Lord Tito Dorkowski. Air Lord. Uh, maybe you can. Airbender. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. You can be an airbender. Uh, can you walk us through some of these companies, some of whom are uh, alumni of various of our podcasts, but some of which are not? Yeah, that was one of the exciting things was seeing some, uh, some new players come up in this. Where I was like, oh, what do they do? Um, yeah, so there's some familiar faces, certainly from the, um, if you're familiar with the, the Stripe program, um, there's a couple companies here that are, uh, that are participating in that as well. But um, yeah, kind of some, some of the people you expect, Carbon Engineering is here, Climeworks is here, um, Carbon Cure, uh, who also just had a big announcement today about some, uh, some funding, including uh, Amazon and uh, Breakthrough Ventures. Um, but there's also uh, Charm Industrial. They were on the um, they were on the Stripe list, but they're a little bit less uh, less well known. Um, Puro.Earth, I don't see them come up that much, but they're um, I, you know I met the uh, founders last year at Verge, so they're they're here. Um, and there's this new one that I've never heard of, Running Tide. They actually just had a feature in Fast Company, kind of in conjunction with this uh, with this Shopify uh, announcement. Uh, and so they are Running Tides working in Portland, Maine. Uh, and they are growing, they're growing sea kelp. They're also doing stuff with oysters um, and they're using, you know, kelp as this mechanism to uh, pull carbon dioxide out of the, uh, out of the ocean and indirectly the, the air um, and then sink it to sequester it uh, under the ocean. Um, so that's a, that's an interesting one to see them, um, to see them come up. Um, so I, I reached out to them to, to see if I can learn more about what they're up to. But um, if you're interested, there's a uh, Fast Company article by uh, Adele Peters, who's a, who's a great writer, always covering carbon removal technologies and stories. Um, so you can check that out. Yeah, she's covered Nori before, too, and a lot of different groups in this sector. I'll do this a little bit uh, tighter so people have little blurbs to hang on to. Yeah, Carbon Engineering, Climeworks um, are both direct air capture companies. Carbon Cure deals with concrete. Um, uh, Charm Industrial does biomass and then converts it into some type of hydrocarbon that goes uh, back into oil wells, in my understanding, and they will be on the show at some point here. Uh, uh, uh Auntie uh, Vihavainen has been on the show. Auntie, sorry if I messed up your last name, but hi, I'm waving at you virtually right now. <laughs> uh, 
haven't spoken in, in uh, more time than we really should. And then also, uh, yeah, Planetary Hydrogen. I've seen their name oh, before, yeah. but I'm not too familiar. Yeah, that's if, if the name Greg Rao means anything to you, that's, he's, he's one of the founders behind that. Um, so they're working on creating uh, kind of this, this scheme that it creates hydrogen at the same time as it uh, sequesters carbon dioxide uh, out of the atmosphere by kind of changing its, uh, changing its form in the ocean. Um, so they're very much like an up and coming one. There's actually something in the, in the Shopify press release that was like, you know, we're investing in these portfolio or these frontier companies like carbon engineering and planetary hydrogen. And it's cool to see like, okay, carbon engineering is super established in the director capture sp space. And then planetary hydrogen is this up and coming one that I bet for a lot of people they're hearing about uh, for the first time on this podcast. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. Oh, and sorry, with Puro uh, Earth, it's mostly uh, biochar, and they also use cool stuff with the built environment, though that built environment stuff doesn't look like it's uh, funded in this particular purchase. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to make a distinction here as we're going through the list of companies. What's so interesting is um, we're all kind of doing something different. Some of them, some of the companies listed here, including uh, Nori and Puro, are marketplaces. So they actually don't, you know, develop the projects. And then a lot of these are project developers. Um, but it's like the only sort, like maybe you can go directly to a project developer like Carbon Engineering that's doing this work and pay them for this, or you could go to a marketplace like Puro or Nori. And I imagine that as we, as this market of carbon removal continues to evolve and develop, you'll start seeing some of these companies feed into marketplaces. At least that is our hope at Nori. So we might be regenerative agriculture for now, but you know, you could see more kelp stuff. That's why we named it Nori too. So I bet uh, Running Tide is a little jealous of our name. Just kidding. <laughs> And domain. It's like, yeah. <laughs> they might be jealous, but there's also like one in every four sushi restaurants is called Nori. So right. we definitely get requests asking for like where people can buy Nori sushi wraps. And I'm like, wrong website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that, but it does not surprise me one bit. Um, yeah, that's certainly true. You have groups like Climeworks, which is offered subscriptions, which is really cool. I imagine there's others who have taken that approach too. I do think we will see more marketplace development and uh, yeah, good luck to everyone taking that approach or the more project development focus. Yeah, we need it all. Okay. How about we move on to evergreen and this is, this is more Nori's turf, at least for now. Um, which of you would like to run us through them? I'll do it. Okay. Uh, so in the evergreen portfolio, there are four companies. There's uh, yours truly Nori which were marketplace for regenerative agricultural projects, or now, as I said, we will expand. Um, there's also Soil Value Exchange that um, matches ranchers and farmers who practice soil carbon storage with companies. Um, there is uh, Indigo Ag that also works with farming practices. Um, and then there is Pachama, which we've also had on our podcast, which I think it was season one, episode 104. I like that number. And I, it's also my favorite podcast episode. Um, Diego's great. And um, they work with, uh, they use LIDAR and machine learning to help monitor and uh, remote uh, force carbon credits and reforestation and conservation projects. Yeah, I think actually and Indigo has been on carbon removal newsroom. Pachama has been on reversing climate change. Soil value exchange um, has not been, but um, 
probably should be at some point. I mean, any of these companies that hasn't been certainly could be, they're all our peers and we're happy that they're here. Um, yeah, that's cool. Indigo is definitely more uh, broad. So it's very uh, well capitalized Boston company focused on uh, seeds, but also trying to create like a very nice walled garden in my understanding or, or like a, a one-stop shop for farmers who want to um, have a lot of the services and uh, agronomy sort of built into this sort of like nifty almost like app platform. That's my understanding of it at least. Um, and then also Pachama just had their, uh, they just got announced, yeah, Amazon's Climate Pledge, which they're one of the companies. So is Carbon Cure, by the way, at least off of this list. And uh, that's big news too, that we're not fully prepared to talk about on today's episode. But does anyone want to take a stab at that? Too scared? Not yet. Too scared? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we need, I need to like dig in and read more details because that happened not even long before we're recording this. But uh, yeah, big deal. Uh, and then Breakthrough Ventures, Bill Gates' uh, or Bill and Melinda's investment arm, they're doing stuff in this space too. So, hey, one question on the, so we're talking about the client pledge, we're talking about uh, Stripe, we talk about Shopify. The pace of these, uh, you know, announcements and then investments is, is pretty fast. I think Stripe was seven months or something from announcing they were going to do it to to rolling out the awardees. Shopify, mm -hmm. it sounds like was September last year. Um, I'm blanking on when Amazon's climate pledge, but I, I think it was, wasn't it? Maybe it was a it's whole year It was also like ago. a year. It was okay, a year, okay. yeah. So that kind of sets the pace for this stuff. And I'd love to see it you know, continue to happen faster is like announce and, and do it within six months. But obviously like doing this stuff for the first time in a year is, is really incredible. So it's good to see all three of these programs really starting to uh, starting to launch and that's you know how many of these programs are gonna new programs are gonna launch in the next year um, maybe we'll see three more or six more or ten more yeah so that's that's a big part of what we do with the both of our podcasts and trying to highlight the work of people who are in carbon removal now and also uh, make people jealous who are not already in carbon removal get that brain power surging in here because we certainly need a lot of it. And I hope that there's more and more companies. This is like the most frequent lament that we have to do is we don't want to be at a carbon removal meetup and we know everyone and we have for five years. You know, yeah. That's bad. The idea is that this becomes super old news that people, that organizations are making carbon removal commitments and sticking to them. Like it should be just yeah. how business goes. It should be business as usual. And that's the goal. I like that. I think that the, the room that I see that Shopify and Stripe have created in their announcements is by, by going so detailed on this, they're not just saying, okay, we bought, you know, carbon credits from carbon engineering. We bought carbon credits from planetary hydrogen. Each one of them, if you read through the description, uh, says, you know, this is specifically what it's going to, to support in terms of, in terms of impact, not necessarily in terms of, you know, what Shopify gets. So for example, in, in Charm case, they said they're able to bring their, uh, this, this new method they're working on uh, another 10% down the cost curve, right? So like, that's cool. And I think that, that, kind of, uh, that kind of approach leaves a lot of room for, you know, for this to continue to be, to be newsworthy in a way. I think if it was just, oh, you know, XYZ bought some carbon credits, it's, there's not much of a future there. But, you know, I mean, for example, Stripe, they published all the applications. That was super cool. Uh, to be able to go through GitHub and, and read everybody's applications and see how it works. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to, to programs like this where they 
you know, they're certainly buying a, a product, but they're also really creating, uh, creating more space and more, uh, more room for these companies to, to grow and kind of sharing that story. Mm. One other partition I note here that's interesting to me is software versus hardware or like digital versus physical reality. Because uh, one of the lamentable things about uh, the VC world, Silicon Valley, is it's all like software is eating the world and uh, hardware is neglected. And we actually need uh, quite a bit of work being done with like physical reality, taking carbon out of the atmosphere, et cetera. It isn't just about apps. You know, Nori's a software company, so I'm, I'm allowed to gripe about it. In Grouse, I will. But uh, that's not the full story. There's, there's a lot more that needs to be done, and hardware doesn't get its fair shake a lot of the time. Okay, um, well, that's fine. I think that's a fair place to end it then. The link to uh, this announcement is in the show notes. Uh, congrats to Shopify. Thanks for taking leadership on this. Uh, very exciting. And congrats to all the companies and efforts here that are being... Uh, um, I don't know, shown off to the world as Shopify giving a big thumbs up to. Can I add one more thing? Yeah. And so I just found out this morning that uh, we are going to ha be having a new Air Miners event on September 30th about uh, this Shopify announcement. Uh, and Stacy Koch from uh, the Sustainability Fund at Shopify is going to join us. We're also going to have some of the, uh, some of the awardees come there. So um, it's going to be very participatory. And Alessandra is going to be the moderator. So come oh, there cool. and, and ask your questions, make your comments, um, you know, kind of read up on this. You can join at uh, conference.airmires.org for more information. Uh, and if you're already on the list, you'll just, you'll get an announcement about it. But that's in the works. Link is in the show notes. And if you're not already in the Air Miners group, why not? You're listening to this podcast. This is your group of people to connect with. You clearly should. And uh, click on the link in the show notes. And Thanks for being here, Alessandra and Tito. Yeah, thanks. That was great. Thanks, yeah. And if you like the show, would you please write us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, or iTunes? Same thing, really, depending on how you use it. But it certainly helps a lot getting this content out to more people. We would all be grateful. And thanks so much for listening.